Organic versus synthetic sounds. What's better for your music? How do you know what's the right one to pick? Are you even aware that these two types of sounds or categories are out there? What's up guys, it's Brandon with DIY Sound Library. This is a really cool topic because I find a lot of my music and the stuff I work on blends these two main themes, these two ideas of kind of natural, organic, live played instruments and sounds versus synthetic digital sounds. A lot of things nowadays are digital and they're made with computers and things like that. And we've kind of gone away from the organic instruments, live stuff, but we kind of haven't as well. There's a lot of mixes. There's a lot of songs nowadays that kind of blend that, um, even though I would say more of them tend towards the synthetic and digital side with programming and synth stuff. Um, but there still is a lot of live instrumentation out there. And a really cool thing you can do is blend the two. And so with this episode, I just kind of wanted to touch on some cool topics and some cool points I found, how you can understand these two themes of instrumentation for your song, for your productions. And if you want, you can uh, liven them up or make it more atmospheric, whatever you want with your music. And I think the goal here is you guys can choose whatever you want out of this episode and use more live instruments, more organic sounds, or go with more synthetic sounds to fit your style or blend them. And I'll touch on the, the two differences between these sounds and instruments. So I think a good way to start this off is like examples of each instrument in these two categories. So when I talk about organic sounds, organic instruments, I'm talking about like the traditional instruments that people play, like guitar, acoustic guitar, live, real drums, a drum set, tambourines, shakers, um, really anything that's captured live in a room with a microphone, something that you actually perform like in the studio or with an actual instrument, a trumpet, a French horn, violin, piano, whatever it is. To me, those types of instruments have a lot more of a live sound because it's capturing a performance that's done um, that isn't very robotic. And a lot of the times, too, it's captured with some kind of room tone to it. The actual room you were played in is part of the sound. You know, it's not perfect, and those elements all add up together, and when you perform it live, it has this very organic sound to it, and it doesn't sound fake. So when you play these types of instruments, these live instruments... I think it really does add a lot of natural movement and liveliness into your songs. And I think part of the reason why I call this like organic and so natural with these types of instruments is because you just know when you hear them that that's a real instrument. Now, don't get me wrong, a lot of the software nowadays has come up to par with a lot of live sounds, so it's pretty close nowadays, but still, nothing beats a live drum set, and you can tell the difference, especially if you're in the room recording it versus something that's programmed and very robotic and still and stagnant. On the flip side of that, what are synthetic sounds? Well, obviously things like synths, synth keyboards, pre-recorded samples, that's another one. Any kind of digital sound made from a computer or some kind of digital interface that creates some kind of sound. What are these good for? Well, they're not quite as lively and organic as the other sounds I was talking about, but what they do have is the ability to really expand the frequency range of what they capture. 
They can go a lot higher in frequencies, they can go a lot lower in frequencies, and it's easy to manipulate that stuff with these synthetic instruments and soft synths, soft synths and things like that. It's harder to capture that with a live instrument because it goes a lot more into what instrument are you using? Does it, can it even produce those frequencies? And can you record it the right way? There's a lot more variables that go into that. Whereas with soft synths and synthetic sounds and keyboards, you can kind of just choose a different tone, a different patch, and it'll automatically hit lower frequencies or higher frequencies. And another really cool thing with these digital sounds is that they're a lot more atmospheric, I've found. Um, they're really kind of, you can put them in any space you want. And it can be like a huge, giant sounding reverby wet room with tons of delay, or it can sound really like lo-fi and indie and kind of messed up, but on purpose. And th there's a lot you can do with those. So to me, I kind of see them as, as two different like types of sounds you can have in a given production. One that's a sound that's more organic and live, like a real instrument, like I talked about, or something that has the synthetic sound. And you can use both of those in your mix, in your productions to add or take away certain vibes or elements or feelings. And with the synths and the synthetic sounds and the digital stuff on the computer, I find that a lot of that stuff comes down to what type of hardware is it actually modeling? Because a lot of the stuff on the computer is actually modeling real hardware pieces. Um, for instance, different keyboards out of different eras are going to sound different and they're going to sound like certain eras of music. For instance, like a real Yamaha DX7 is going to sound straight from the 80s because that's exactly when that was made and used. And a lot of songs today are still used with that synth keyboard. And you even have things like the Yamaha DX, which is like a miniature new version of that synth. It's not exactly the same, but it kind of models it. And these different kinds of models and manufacturers that make these types of instruments, these synths, you know, it's... It's not a, like an organic live type of instrument, but it can add so much feeling and vibe and bring you back to a certain era. And it has that atmosphere that live instruments can't always have, especially if you're stuck in a singular room or studio. So, you know, some of that comes with research too, like researching the types of hardware or software plugins that you want and find out what's cool, what sounds sick and what you want to add into your music. Now, one thing to be careful with the synthetic sounds is that typically it's done to the grid, to the tempo exactly and quantized, which if you don't know, that's when it's very robotic and exactly to the tempo, to the T, like perfectly. On a live performance, no one's really that perfect to get it exactly right on the hit. So that's why I think the live performances with real instruments are a lot more lively and they add movement into your song. Whereas... With the synthetic stuff, it's so tight to the grid that it doesn't sound as live, but it can sound perfect. It can sound extremely tight. And, you know, there's differences there. You have to really choose that based on your genre and the sounds used in that genre. But it's something to remember. And that also gets into, like, programming and how do you program a song to give it certain feels or not give it certain feels. 
like, do you want it to be robotic? A lot of hip hop songs nowadays, trap songs, you know, they're purposefully tight to the grid. Trap hi-hats, kick drum, snare drum, it's all to the grid. And I think one important thing to remember here, though, with like organic live sounds is that I think they will always be in style, no matter how many synths come out, software patches and things like that. There's always going to be a real drum track, a real guitarist out there that's able to get on a real studio track because they're always used in songs, especially in, you know, country songs and alternative and indie songs like that. Live drums, live guitars, live bass is used very frequently. So even though I feel like we are moving away from that stuff and getting more into the technology and programming and things like that with synths and whatever it is you do on the computer, I still think the balance between the two and the regular acoustics of a real instrument are always going to be in style. So don't feel like you have to do one or the other. I think you can definitely do both and blend the two. And I think that's a really sick point is that you can blend these two ideas, these two ways of creating productions to create your own style. And I think I feel like like I do that with my music, with Names Are Violent. Um, I love to play acoustic guitar and create guitar parts. That's usually the basis of how I write songs. But I absolutely love how atmospheric I can get synths to sound. And the different synth patches I have on my Korg or my Yamaha synth or whatever's on the computer with Pro Tools. Like, I just love clicking through the different sounds and then juxtaposing that, you know, comparing it with my live guitar take, my live bass guitar take. The back and forth between this fake artificial sound and this real recorded sound that I actually recorded in my room. I think the balance between the two is crucial and it's really cool to hear those two different uh, really almost opposite sounds mixed together. I think it's really sick. And the specific instruments or the patches that you do choose, I think, do to help determine the vibe or the genre that you're in. For instance, you know, if I'm writing kind of an R&B funk song, of course I can do the synth part on a synth bass, like a patch on my synth keyboard. But is that what I want the song to be? Do I do it? Maybe I want the live performance of a real bass guitar on the track where you can hear the fretboard when I switch notes, when you can hear like maybe some slap bass in there and the accents I can add. You can't add that type of stuff into a fake synthetic patch on the keyboard. It won't be exactly the same. So, you know, that's a decision you have to make for your productions. One's not really right or wrong. It's really up to you what you would prefer for any given song or your genre or your style, but... I think it's really cool that you can make that decision and have these differences between what's the organic live instrument that you choose and what's the fake virtual instrument, the c- the keyboard, synths, and, and things like that. Like, Which one are you using and which one is best for your song? I don't know. You got to find that out for yourself, but I always think it's good to mix the two. I've just always found that adding live instruments... Adding a real shaker, a real tambourine to a song that's mostly played with MIDI, keyboards, synths, things like that. Adding like a live track to that that you actually record in your room or a studio or wherever, like that's going to really liven up the track. So I think that's a great tip out there. If, if you have trouble with your songs just kind of sounding bland, even though you have a bunch of tracks in there, maybe take a track out 
or maybe just add a real live instrument in there, a live take of a shaker, a tambourine, some kind of weird hit or something to accent some rhythms. Um, something just that you do in a room, like a performance, you know? It's like, just even just one of those tracks can add a lot of liveliness and movement into your production. And don't be afraid to experiment, too. You know, maybe your song is mostly programmed, but hit some glasses with some pens or some wrenches or something like that, or smack, like, your table, whatever it is, like... Get weird with it and record that stuff, and you can use that into your track and add some real liveliness. And uh, also, you'll have something that no one else has the exact recording of because you created it yourself. So that's a, another benefit of throwing in some live organic sounds into your already programmed synthetic production. Another thing to remember, too, is... What do you even have access to? Maybe you don't have access to a real drum set. Or maybe you don't know how to play drums or play guitar or play bass or whatever. So use what you do have. You know, if you don't have that stuff and you can't afford it, that's fine. Just use what you do have. Learn how to program. Learn how to use those synths. Learn how to program drums and find the right sound for your song. There's always a way to create music. And I think... Just because you don't have the necessary skills to like play guitar or to sing the vocal track, I always think there's some kind of workaround to create the art that you want to make. You know, it may not be perfect. It may not be pristine quality as a pro studio, but it can be great art and it can be great music and it doesn't have to be perfect. So use what you do have. You know, if you do have synths, use the synths and find ways to make that creative and different. Maybe you just have one symbol and that's totally fine. Like hit the symbol in five, ten different ways, record all of those different ways and find ways to maybe alter that in the actual track. Um, you don't have to be a master of all these live instruments just to get that live feel. I think it's just about being creative and also using resources. Maybe you have a friend who's good at that stuff. Maybe you have a friend who's good at guitar or bass or whatever. Hire them or have them play on a track. And uh, I guess I'll just uh, end this episode with an example of one of the songs that I made. Um, it's called Valentine Before by Names Were Violent, my solo project. And I think the song illustrates well the comparison between live instruments and that natural organic sound and also fake instruments and synths and stuff like that things that are more digitized. You can hear how they kind of play back and forth and the live organic sounds add more liveliness and movement to the song, whereas the synths sound kind of more atmospheric, more digital and have more of a vibe, but I think they play nicely together. So, And also on this track, I, I did a mix of programming drums and a real drum set in my room that I recorded. And I blended it and mixed it together to try to blend those two sounds get that impact of a program sample, but also the live feel of a real drum set and the cymbals and like the swing to it as well. So listen for that stuff. Check it out as I end this episode. Thanks again. Peace. We can.